hello, hello. Welcome to another fabulous day here in Utah. I'm sure it's beautiful elsewhere also. I just want to thank you for being here this week. We're talking about the power of gratitude and what you are thankful for. What is it you're thankful for? And why should you be thankful? Besides the obvious answer of it feels good, right? <laughs> My name is Jeannie Cisco Meth, and I want to thank you for being here. And I want to thank you for spending time with me today. I want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with me, uh, just in case you want some follow-up or, or you want to mention something that I've said that touched you or that you'd like to share with someone else and you want to get them in touch with me, you can get in touch with me at Twitter, of course, on Genie Meth. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, which is Genie Cisco Meth, or Bully Proofing You. I now have my podcast, which is The University, Bully Proofing You for University. So whether you type in Bully Proofing You for you personally, why are you, or bullyproofing you, just the letter U. You will find some of my information. The bullyproofing you website is still going through construction and changes, as are my other ones as well. But please jump on over there and, and see what we've got. It's, it's pretty neat. I've got some crazy stuff. I've got some informative stuff. I've got some helpful stuff. And uh, so let me know what you think. If there's something you'd like to hear, please shoot me an email or give me a phone call. My phone number, 801-735-5746. If I don't answer, leave me a message. I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. I think that's exactly how I say it on my voicemail, too. (laughs) Things become a habit, don't they? And then uh, my email, of course, genie at geniesiscometh.com. I also have a Google Plus page. I'm not on there a lot. I forget about it most of the time, I have to be honest. But I do post some things on there from time to time. And I will make a commitment to start getting more stuff out there. And uh, so there's more on Google Plus, okay? So thank you so much for being here today. Again, thank you for taking time. I appreciate it. Let's get started. First of all, let's review the pyramid of planned responses, right? This is the bully-proofing you pyramid. The foundation is personal value. The second level is perspective, how you see things, how you view things, how you process and filter things. Then the very top is planned responses. What do you say? How do you react? And then, of course, the arrow running up and down the side saying, practice, practice, practice. Because you've got to practice all three things. There are days that I feel good and I feel strong. And then there are days when I feel weak and I don't like myself. And so I have to practice getting better at all three. And that's what the arrow represents. I'm going to start off with a quote from Deepak Chopra. I think everybody knows who he is. If not, Google his name. It's pretty, it's amazing uh, some of the things he's written and done. But the quote comes from him today and it says, Where we direct our attention is where our life force flows. Every moment is an opportunity to direct our attention to ideas that inspire us. End quote. What that means is, whatever you focus on gets bigger. 
that's my simple way of putting it. Whatever you focus on, whatever you put your attention on, gets bigger. So if you are on the freeway headed home, and it's a parking lot instead of moving quickly, guess what? That frustration, that anger, that, that um, it can build up and it can get bigger because you're focusing on it. And then you look at the car next to you and you get upset and road rage happens, right? We used to teach driver's ed and we had a section that was written into our core curriculum that had to address road rage. Because people forget when they're in their own little box, their own little car, that there's a human in the car right next to them because it becomes a jerk or an idiot, right? And that grows and that gets bigger and pretty soon you're surrounded by jerks just trying to keep you from getting home or keep you from getting to work on time. And as you focus on that anger and that frustration and and that fear of being late or not getting where you want to go, it gets bigger and bigger. But guess what? And this is my challenge for you this week, is that as you are in your car on the parking lot instead of moving at traffic speed, I want you to look at the people around you as people. And I want you to focus on the fact that they're just trying to get home too. And I want you to be grateful that not only do you have a vehicle to keep you out of the rain, that's climate controlled, even if it's not very good, right? I mean, hey, we all have a varying spectrum of cars, do we not? <laughs> but I want you to practice the feeling of gratitude that first of all, you have a job. Second of all, that you have a family to go home to. And third, that you're headed there. And see how it changes for you. Because when you focus on gratitude, your feeling totally changes. Let me give you an example. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about your absolute worst day. Worst day ever. Can you picture it? Can you feel it? Now check in with yourself. Are you agitated? Are you irritated? Frustrated? All those tainted words, right? Okay, now let it go. Shake it off, all right? (sighs) Take a deep breath. Now, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to picture the perfect day. The perfect day. How do you feel? You feel good, don't you? You feel incredible. You feel like you could take on the world. You feel like everything's going your way. It's absolutely fabulous, is it not? Nothing changed except what? That's right, your focus. What you were looking at, your perspective. Now here's another question for you. When you were in that moment of anger and frustration and hate and pain, could you hurt someone? Yeah, you could, couldn't you? You could lash out either verbally or physically. But I want you to think about that perfect moment when you're happy and you feel good and you know that you're loved and you're valuable. Could you hurt anyone now? No, you couldn't. And so if you can start living your life in more of a gratitude and a love vibration you will realize 
that you don't hurt people. You see, I believe most people hurt others unintentionally. They don't mean to say mean things. They don't mean to hurt anybody. But it happens. You're frustrated, you're angry, you're trying to get somewhere, and you lash out verbally. You're frustrated, you're angry, you're upset, and you lash out physically. But if you can focus on love and joy and peace, you will get more things done, you will be more efficient, and you'll have a better time doing it. So why not? All it takes is a shift in what you're focusing on. Because right now you have a hundred things to be grateful for. And right now you have a hundred things that you can be frustrated and angry about. Yes? It just is your choice as to what you focus on. Try it. Just just try it for a week and let me know how it goes. Think about all the things that you have to be happy about or grateful for, thankful for. Yeah, you have your health, right? Don't think about the hurt hip or the the aches and pains. You have your health. There are people who would pay millions of dollars to have the same health that you have. What about your kids? Yeah, they make messes in there. They can be a pain sometimes, but man, think about all the mothers and fathers who are visiting a grave instead of tucking their kids in tonight. I want you to think about your job for a moment. Love it, hate it, right? It doesn't matter. You're working to what? To pay for the things that you love. Your house, your car, the food that you put into your body. Maybe you get to go to movies once in a while. My husband loves going to movies. And so we go to movies. Popcorn, that's my thing. I work so I can eat popcorn at the movie theater. (laughs) So you have a job. You may not love your job, but you love the things your job provides, yes? So when I was struggling to go to work every day, and I still struggle, even though I'm living my dream life, my dream job, so to speak, there are still moments when I struggle. There are still moments when I don't want to do what I know I have to do. And so I remind myself that I work so I can have the things I enjoy. I work so I can save money so I can go to Hawaii. Oh my goodness, I love Hawaii. Our next trip is we're trying to save money for a family vacation to, drum roll please, to Australia. I want to take my family and dive the Great Barrier Reef. All of us are scuba certified. My son got his scuba certification when he was 10 years old. How incredible is that? He's a little fish. He loves the water. And so my father, uh, Dell, is also scuba certified, and we want to go dive the Great Barrier Reef before it gets to where some of us can't go. I also, I'm, I don't know if you know or not, but I've been divorced twice. And because of those relationships, I know what an incredible relationship that I have now. And the fact that we have an incredible relationship is pretty small. The percentage that we have, the relationship that we do is very small. And so I'm very grateful that we have created and crafted this relationship. Oh, I am not perfect. 
believe me, I am not. I have many flaws. And my husband has a couple. But together, we are incredible. And I could right now sit here and list all of the problems that my husband has. And by the end, I would be angry. I would be frustrated. And if and, and I would lash out at him. Or I can choose to sit here and focus on all the incredible, wonderful things that my husband does. Choice is mine. I get to choose which. It's always a choice that you make. I know. I know. I can hear you now. But Jeannie, if you knew what that SOB did, if you married your spouse, or even if you're just living with someone, it means that at one time you were in love with them. It means that you had planned a future together. And if you can get back to that feeling that you had, you can revive your relationship. You can make it wonderful once again. It goes back to what do you focus on? What do you focus on? Because whatever you focus on gets bigger. Yes? So focus on the good. Now, I'm not saying totally eliminate the bad. Don't. I'm, I'm not saying to ignore it. If you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get out. That's that's the bottom line. You need to get out. But most of us do not live in an abusive relationship. Most of us live in a so-so relationship. But guess what? You could take it to the next level just by focusing on your love and care and all the wonderful things they do for you. I'm I'm just saying it's worth a try, right? I mean, what have you got to lose? I'm just saying. The fact that all my needs are met. When I get hungry, guess what? I can go eat. When I get thirsty, I can get a drink of water. If you're listening to this in another country, that means that you have things other people don't. You have the ability to listen to this. I don't know if you have clean drinking water or not. I don't know. I know I do. And I am so blessed to be where I am. I feel blessed. And I'm sure that whatever circumstances you find yourself in right now, you have things to feel grateful for as well. You have things to feel blessed and loved and cared for as well. Just take a moment and think about them. You know that notebook you've been carrying around now ever since we started this? The one you've been writing about the things that you say to yourself, hopefully they've gotten better. You've been writing about what you want to change and what you want to get better. Now I want you to write on gratitude. Every day I want you to list 10 things that you're grateful for. And you can't list the same 10 things every day. Trust me, you have thousands of things in your life to be grateful for. And the first few days, you're going to list the usual things. My family, my home, you know. I remember listing toothpaste and toothbrush. There are people that don't have toothpaste and toothbrushes. There are people that don't have numerous clothes in their closet that they can go choose from. There are people that don't have shoes without holes in them. And if you find yourself one of those people, there are other things that you can be grateful for. The fact that you are alive. 
And you have one more day to get closer to your dreams. That's pretty neat. That gives you something. And I want you to hold on to that. I want you to remember every day that you are valuable, that you are loved, and you are needed in this time and space. The reason I wrote the book Bully Proofing You is because as a high school teacher, I could no longer not do something. I could no longer not touch people or reach as many people as I could because I got tired of hearing of people taking their life, especially teens, but anyone. I don't care what age they are. When you end that beautiful gift that you have been given, it's a tragedy and the world has a hole in it. And so... I want you to always remember that you are valuable, that you are needed in this time and space, and you are loved. I guarantee you, you are loved. It may not feel like it sometimes, but you are. Hold on to that. Keep it close. And be grateful for the life that was given you. You didn't get charged anything for it. It did not cost you a single penny to come into this world. It may have cost your family. It may have cost your mother and father, or the state, or whatever. But it didn't cost you anything. You were given the most precious thing there is, and that's life. All because you're needed. So think about that when you start feeling down, and you can't come up with something to be grateful for. It's there. I guarantee you there's so many things to be grateful for that I want you to remember to be grateful. And I want you to think about how it feels. It feels incredible. The next step I want you to do is I want you to be grateful and let people know. Gladys Brown Stern says, Tell people you are grateful. Silent gratitude isn't much use to anyone. Close quote. The other day, well, it's been a while now. It's probably been about five years. I was reading a book from Simple Truths. Absolutely love Simple Truths. As soon as you get off this webinar, you've got to get on simpletruths.com and look at some of their movies. Absolutely fabulous. I think I own almost every one of their books. They're incredible. But in one of their books I was reading, and a lady was talking about how whenever she went into a public place and someone was there cleaning, she always thanked them. And I started thinking, wow, how simple is that? How easy is that? And so I started doing that myself. Whenever I walk into a public restroom or I'm at a hotel and someone is cleaning up after me, I always say, thank you. Thank you for doing this so I don't have to. You see, I don't really like to clean. I don't like doing the laundry. I don't like doing the dishes. I'm glad I have clothes. And I'm very glad that I have dishes and food to eat. But I would rather have someone else do it if they can. So when I'm in a hotel room, you bet I'm grateful for that housekeeper. And I always let them know. Because I do appreciate it. Or when I walk into a public restroom and it's nice and clean... I always say thank you. And if I splash some water, I wipe it up. Because that's my way of saying, I'm grateful for you doing what you can. 
and I'm going to do my part. But you've got to tell people that you're grateful because they never hear it if you don't. People can't read your mind. So take some time, take a moment, and tell someone. Think about, maybe it was a high school teacher, maybe it's a family member that you've lost touch with, maybe it's a friend that you are so grateful for that they did something special for you. And sit down, write them a letter, send them an email. To me, in this day and age, I think a written letter means so much more because it takes more work than it does to just shoot off an email. But you see, I'm afraid of writing, so I got myself a dictionary, and I keep it here. It's a little electronic dictionary now. And when I'm writing, I have to look up words sometimes because I don't want to misspell things. But that handwritten note in my opinion, means a lot. Now you, I don't care if you handwrite it, if you email it, if you phone call it, if you go out on the street and shout across the street to your neighbor that you're grateful for them. I don't care, just let them know. And I'm going to tell you a secret right now. You ready? You got to lean in close, okay? This is a secret. Okay, you ready? I don't think you're ready. Okay, you ready? The best way to gain brownie points with your kids is to let them overhear you telling someone else how grateful you are for them. Oh my goodness, major brownie points. Okay, you can lean back now again because I have a tendency to get loud sometimes and you know I don't want to yell in your ear. But think about that for a moment. You're standing on your porch or your lawn or you're sitting in your living room telling your neighbor, friend, spouse, whatever how incredible your child was because they did such and such and you know you said it right at that time because they were coming up the stairs or around the corner or into the room and they hear you because then they think wow mom says good things about me or dad says good things about me and it feels good and they hold on to that in their moments when they don't feel too good. And the opposite is true also. If they walk in while you're complaining about them, they have a tendency to think that all you do is complain. And that which you focus on gets bigger, right? We started this whole thing with that. And so what do you think happens if that's what your child is focusing on? Yeah, you got it. Just try it. I'm just I'm just saying just try it. Let me know how it goes. You've got my email, you've got my phone number, you've got Facebook, however, Twitter, get in touch with me. Let it know let me know how it goes. As you start shifting your focus from the negative to the positive, let me know how it goes. Because you see when you're grateful for something, you get more of it. Oh, what a concept, right? Let me let me give you an example. This is a personal story that I'm going to share. And it has to do with my ex-husband. And when we met, by, by typical terms, you could say he was quite wealthy and I was very poor. And the reason was is because I had just finished a college career as a single parent 
and working and going to school and being a single parent you don't amass a lot of money I lived in an apartment a very small apartment but it was clean I'm very proud of the fact that my daughter never went to bed hungry never went to bed hungry I did a few times but that's okay my daughter never did and when I met Roy um, he was had a very good job he was still living with his mother he was helping care for her she was uh, elderly and had cancer lived in an absolutely beautiful incredible home and he he was kind of used to getting whatever he wanted I didn't know that at the time but he said for his birthday he wanted a dry suit he had a boat he loved to go skiing he loved um, to go diving and he was in in the water a lot and he wanted a dry suit so he could go skiing at Lake Powell pretty much any time he wanted and so I saved my pennies for about four months because they're kind of expensive so I saved the money that I could and I found one on sale and I bought it for his birthday and when I gave it to him I was so excited because I'd been saving and it meant so much and he wanted it right and I'm so excited I'm waiting and we're getting ready to go to Lake Powell and he opens it up and he looks at it and goes oh that's nice and tosses it to the side and I thought well maybe he didn't realize it was a dry suit and he thought it was just another wetsuit and I said did you did you look at that and he says yeah yeah it's a dry suit and I was devastated and I was like wait a minute it took me so long you see the difference between a wetsuit and a dry suit is a wetsuit allows water next to your skin and so your body heat heats the water so that you can stay warmer but as you move around and stuff more water comes in whereas a dry suit lets no water in and so it helps you stay warmer that's the little bit difference that's why they're a little bit more expensive and I remember the feeling of oh my gosh are you serious you just toss it aside and I asked him I said didn't you want that and he says yeah I did and so I I stopped for a moment and I said do you know how long it took me to save to buy that and he says no I don't and I said let me explain to you and so I explained to him a little bit more about where my finances were about what it took me to get this and why I gave it to him and he was much more grateful at that point because you see if you don't let people know sometimes see I could have been very angry right I could have been upset I could have stomped off we could have had a fight about it it could have been ugly right but by communicating and talking we were able to work it out and it worked out fine but I remember to this day that feeling of non-gratitude and I think about that sometimes now when I complain about my body you see I'm now 48 and I remember about a year ago saying to myself man I wish I had my 20 year old body and immediately a voice kicked off in my head that said yeah but you didn't like your 20 year old body either and you know what it was right I have been upset with my body my whole life well up until a year ago 
And I realized in that moment, right, that flash of clarity, I had a total paradigm shift. I was given this body as a gift to get me from point A to point B in the best possible way it can. It's time I started appreciating it. Or it might just start falling apart. And so I am grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my body, how it works, how it moves, how it looks. I don't have an extra head. I don't have extra arms. I'm a very normal person, a little bit tall, but very normal. So when somebody looks at me, they can say whatever they want. But you know what? I'm grateful for what I have. And I wish more people liked their body. Because it's important. You need it. It's valuable. Take care of it. Love it. Stop beating it up. Now, it used to be that only women beat up their bodies. Oh, I'm too fat. Or I'm too skinny. They were never perfect, right? Men are starting to do the same things. I'm not muscular enough. But you see, what happens is as you are angry about your body... All kinds of diseases come from that. I personally think that's where cancer comes from. I really do. I think not appreciating your body creates problems inside. And that's why we have so much cancer in our society today. Now, that's just my opinion. I've done some studying and some research. But... You know, it's worth a look. I mean, what have you got to lose, right? Today, I challenge you to start loving your body. Start caring about your body. And be proud of it. Okay? Can you do that for me? Ah, thanks. I appreciate it. Okay, so I went off on a little tangent, but it's okay. I felt that it was important to say that, and I have a goal to follow my intuition. So, there you go. And it had to do with gratitude, too. So that's okay, right? (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. So let's go back. And we're going to talk briefly about fear. Because fear steals your gratitude and your momentum every single time. Well, what is fear? Fear is you're either afraid you're not going to get something that you want or you're going to lose something you've already had. That's where all fear comes from. Now, I don't know who said that. But think about it for a moment. Fear is, well, I'm not going to get what I want, right? I'm not going to have the job or the spouse or the home or, or my kids or whatever the way I want. Or it's going to lose what you already have. Well, if I try that, I'm going to break my leg and have bad health. If I try skydiving, I'm going to die. Right? If I try that new business venture, we could lose everything. We could go bankrupt. And that then where would we be? So the best way, the next time you find yourself in fear, start feeling some gratitude for what you have. Fear and gratitude cannot live in the same place. If you allow your fears to control you, You are not going to stay where you are. You're going to go backwards. And all those dreams that you have are going to go away. And you're going to be so controlled by fear. 
that you will be hiding in your house. I've seen it happen. My mom moved in with me about a year ago. She's only 69 years old. But the fear that she lives has crippled her. And it's horrible to see. It's sad. So if you find yourself in fear, think about, first of all, check your safety gear. This is what I go through. I'm afraid of the water, but I scuba dive. And so I've gotten a little mantra that I use every time I face fear. Because some fear is good, right? You don't go play in the middle of the freeway because you don't want to wind up flat. That fear is good. But here's a question for you. Do you have fear that holds you back? Yeah, I bet you do. I do. And when I see that fear or I feel that fear popping up, the first thing I do is I think to myself, check your safety gear. Is this something I need to be afraid of? I'm about to jump into the ocean off of this boat. Is my regulator secure? Is my mask in place? Is my is my um regulator in place? Is it connected to my air tank? Do I have proper flotation? Does my my vest work properly to inflate and deflate? Right, I'm about to get in something that could potentially kill me, but I have gear that can save me. And the same is true for every endeavor you do. Every time there's a fear, check your safety gear. If it's okay, go ahead. If it's going to work, go ahead. You will never get to a new place or a new level. You will never grow without moving through fear, without moving through that comfort zone. You have to. If you don't overcome fear, you're never going to grow. Not only are you not going to grow, but you're going to shrink. And the best way to overcome fear, as I said before, is check your safety gear. Look at all the things you have to be grateful for and then move forward. I want to ask you for a moment. Are you afraid to dream? Think about the dreams that you have right now. Have you downsized them out of fear that you may not make it? Have you taken some away? Have you let go of some? What if Money and time were no object. What if you could do anything? Anything. Because you see, the longer you let that fear hold you back, the longer it's going to take for your dream to happen. If you don't start, you can never finish. If I had not started my dream back in 2012, it's actually January, 2012 and in May of 2012 I retired from teaching everybody thought I was crazy out of my mind and I guarantee you for some of the last three years I thought the same thing (laughs) but now it's looking a lot better and I guarantee you that there's going to be times in the near future when I'm still afraid but now I have a system that I can use. And I have a bunch of achieved dreams that I can use. Say, hey, if I can do that, I can do this. And you have the same thing. 
You have the same ability. You have things that you've accomplished. Use those accomplishments to push you forward. Use those accomplishments as stepping stones for the next one. You see, time keeps moving on. And if you don't start taking action, you'll never get there. I want you to get a pen and paper because we are to the writing stage. You always got to write, you know. I, I'm a teacher, still a teacher at heart. You got to write. And what we're going to do, what I'm, what you're going to listen to today is The River by Garth Brooks. And what I want you to do is I want you to write about your dreams. And as if money were no object, time were no object, fear you could not fail. You were guaranteed to make sure that dream comes true. What would you do? What would you do? I don't know. We're going to listen to The River by Garth Brooks while you write. Are you ready? Okay. Just a vessel that must follow where it goes Trying to learn from what's behind you And never knowing what's in store Makes each day a constant battle Just to stay between the shore And I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Like a bird upon the wind these waters are my sky I'll never reach my destination If I never try So I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Too many times we stand aside And let the water slip away To what we put off till tomorrow now become today So don't you sit upon the shoreline And say you're satisfied Choose to chance the rapids And dare to dance the tide Yes, I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Like a bird upon the wind These waters are my sky If I never try, so I will sail my vessel till the river runs dry. There's bound to be rough waters, and I know I'll take some falls. With the good Lord as my captain, I can make it through them all. Yes, I will sail. 
So, what'd you come up with? If money, time, fear, you knew you could make it happen, what'd you come up with? Let me know. I love to hear it. I love to hear other people's dreams because it fuels mine. Yesterday, I was doing a presentation at American Fork High School, just here locally. Absolutely phenomenal. And I was talking to kids about the same thing, about how you have to state, I am a professional speaker. I am a painter, whatever it is you want to be. And one young girl stood up and said, I am an author of 50 best-selling books. I was like, wow. How amazing. How amazing. How incredible. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my goodness. Here's this young kid, 16, 17 years old, already dreaming of writing 50 books. I've written one, and I haven't even started my next. But you know what's on my agenda for next week? To start my second book. Yeah? I know. It's scary. Just to say it, just to put it out there, I get this this clench in my stomach. But guess what? I can do it. If someone else can do it, I can do it. There's more than one book in me. Yeah? Are you excited? Don't be afraid to dream. Just have fun. Listen to other people's dreams. Why? Because they're important. And they might give you some ideas. Yeah? Yeah, it did me. Helped me. Ah, I love dreams. Let me know about yours. You know you know how to get in touch with me. Email, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Okay? Get in touch with me. Now, some of you may have said, well, I'm too old or I'm too young. What are your reasons for holding yourself back? Throw them away. Because I guarantee you that there's a person that had to overcome even more than you to get what you want. They're all out there. There's books about them. There's movies about them. There's stories about them. There's people on your street, right in your neighborhood, that have overcome things that would amaze you. Your reasons, they're just excuses. As T. Harvecker says, you can have reasons or results, you can't have both. 
You can have excuses that allow you off the hook, so to speak, or you can have results. What are you choosing? Are you choosing to focus on your age? Are you choosing to focus on whatever it is you're focusing on? That's holding you back. If you feel fear, if you're afraid, focus on something else. What one man can do, another can do. I use that all the time to help me move through my fear, to help me move forward. It's pretty incredible. I I promise you, just try it. Try shifting your focus for a week. And see where you wind up at the end of the week. I bet you'll love it so much you'll never go back. Walt Disney. Ah, what an amazing man. Absolutely amazing man. What he created, what he envisioned, what he did. Amazing. And of course, I'm sure you've heard this quote before, but he says, If I can dream it, I can achieve it. Close quote. If you can think about it, If you have the desire, that means that you have everything you need to achieve it. You may need more education. You may need some guts. But if you have the desire, that means that God wants wants you to do it. Think about that for a moment. You have a desire to do something. That means it needs to be done, and it needs to be done by you. Because no one else can do it the way you can do it. You see, there are things that I have desire for, and there are things that I have absolutely no desire for. None whatsoever. The things that I desire mean those are the things I need to do. They're there for a reason. And I need to take part. I need to make it happen. I need to stop playing small. I need to stop pushing it aside. I need to step up, empower myself, and make it happen. Because if I don't, there's a hole in the world. And the same is true for you. (coughs) I'm sorry, let me get a drink of water. If you have a desire to do something, you must do it. And you must begin today. Because if you don't, there will be a hole that can't be filled. And it will be missed. So I challenge you to empower yourself and do what needs to be done. That is it for today. I want to say thank you so much for joining me once again. And I just... I want to say thank you. I so enjoy this time. And I so enjoy teaching. This is a little bit different than in the classroom. I have to admit, I love being in the in the classroom in front of people. Because I can't always see things. But I still enjoy this. Please, if you need anything from me, please reach out to me. You have a credible day. Enjoy yourself. Focus on the things you're grateful for. And take the first step today on achieving those dreams. Thank you. God bless.